The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to transform your life. Welcome to Direct Connect Empowerment with your host, Fee Mazanke. Our program will explore the concepts and ideas behind Direct Connect Coaching by introducing guests who are using or are aligned with this program and have used the ideas to transform their lives. It is our sincere hope that you can use this inspiration to do the same. Now, here is Fee Mazanke. Welcome, everyone. Spring has finally arrived in Chicago, and the energy of spring brings new life, growth, and so much joy to people in this area. It's just like you walk outside, and it's really fun because it's a breath of fresh air, literally and figuratively. And speaking of growth, my guest today is the epitome of growth and making her dreams come true. And I'm really excited to have her share some of her secrets and tips to doing that so you can go out and do the same. I'm really proud of her. She's someone that I've known for a long time since she was about 13 years old. And I'll introduce her in a moment. But first, I do want to mention uh, something about the boomerang effect. Each week, I highlight someone who is throwing out a boomerang of service, of joy of success and these people knowing that uh, we get exactly what we throw out into the world they are doing that to to throw out on a conscious level what they are looking to create and it occurred to me yesterday in a coaching call and on a conversation early this morning that I wanted to encourage all of you to let go of the how your boomerang will come back to you and just really develop a level of trust that whatever you are throwing out there will happen, have trust, have belief, have faith that it's going to, and just leave the how up to the the powers that be. And also over the past couple of weeks, I have been contacted by parents who are really interested in having their children, their students, um, take the Berkman so that they can really pinpoint and target their career ideals or even uh, for colleges, those types of majors that are a good focus for them. So I want to encourage you, if you are a parent looking to really target your child, um, this is a great way to do it. So shoot me an email at fee at directconnectcoaching.com and I'll be happy to set up a session for you. It's really simple to do. Now for our topic today, our topic is a model of intentional success, and I like to play on words, so of course um, my, my very special guest is Jax Tarina, and she is a model and actress, and so it's kind of my little fun play on words. So welcome Jax, thank you so much for being uh, a special guest today. I know it's been a long and busy d- day for you, and you've got one more audition this afternoon after being on Mancow this morning and having a, a photo shoot on the radio and an audition. So thanks for taking your time today to be with us. Thank you. 
I just want to mention that Jax is a full-time actress and model living in the Chicago area. Like I said, I've known her since she was about 13 years old when we used to do kickboxing in our basement, and she used to come with our mom, with her mom. Um, her most recent completed film, Dead Girls, is currently in post-production. Previous film features include Roundabout American, Chat and Hogtown, as well as several short films. On television, she regularly co-hosts the Man Cow TV morning show in Chicago and has appeared nationally in two episodes of God, Guns, and Auto- Automobiles on the History Channel. Jax is a highly published model, appearing in magazines like Flip, XY, Co-Ed Magazine, Beauty Look, Bella Petite, Chicago Bride, and more. She's been featured on the covers of over 200 romance novels. She's really created such a great niche market there on romance novels. Uh, She did graduate from Elmhurst College last year, cum laude, in 2013 with a BA degree in communication studies. Jax is currently working on the series Declassified, where she plays the role of Emma, and she is also the lead in the movie Marked. So without further ado, I give you Jax Tarina. Thanks again, Jax, as I mentioned earlier. Thank you. Now, That's Jax, quite the intro. Yeah. Well, you've got a long you've got a long list of accomplishments and you're not very old. I want to mention that. So No, no, I'm not. <laughs> so the nice thing about Jax is that if you look at all of the things that she has accomplished and look at everything that she puts her mind to, she's willing to just go for uh the next thing you know in her life and I was talking to her mom because she and her her mom and I are friends as well and you know her mom as she was a really successful model going to college full-time and modeling full-time and was very successful doing that and then all of a sudden her mom said yes she said hey I want to try my hand at acting and so she ended up landing some gigs and really really uh, taking hold here and the acting um, phase of her career so something that I'm really proud um, to mention about you, Jax, because I feel like you've got a lot to offer to our listening audience about how to really um, make your, your success and really focus on that success. So let's get started, shall we? Yeah. So I know you and I started working together when you were 16 years old. Can you tell the listeners where you were uh, at that time in your life and what kind of led you to coaching? Okay, well, when I was um, 16, I kind of fell into a slight depression. Um, I wasn't the happiest person, um, really for no, I mean, there was some reason there wasn't, you know, nothing in my life really was that bad, Um, but, you know, you're a junior in high school, you have a lot of pressure on you for school, and I put a lot of pressure on myself, and then we had a lot of um, people at school um, was like, committing suicide and all that, so um, it really led me into a darker place, um, and then my mom and Fee were friends, so my mom was like, oh, maybe you should talk to Fee, and I that was a good idea, so I sat down. And we um, got started, which was really, really helpful for me. And it got me out of my funk. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it, I mean, it is a difficult time in high school, and, and I, I see so many high school students putting tremendous amounts of pressure on themselves to perform and do well, and and certainly the difficulty of a number of suicides or suicide attempts really uh, came into play for you, and, and we just kind of worked on clearing through all of the emotions surrounding that, so you did a fabulous job doing that, and it really well, helped. Thank because, you. Yeah, I know yeah. it definitely helped. I mean, you're... You broke it down, and we went. We dove right on into everything and cleared the air, and it was really, really helpful to put everything into perspective. Yeah, and it clears the way for your own success when you don't have to hold on to some of those deeper, darker emotions, too. Exactly, now, it's like getting rid of the baggage. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a great point, great analogy to use. And sometimes uh, there's a lot of baggage to have to sift through. So it, it was it was good that you were open and receptive to that. Yeah, definitely. Now I know you had a really strong, clear vision for your life when you were young. Can you share with our lis- listeners about that vision and kind of uh, how you walked yourself through that? And um, how it and led you to this place today. Um, ever since I was a kid, I was I always would walk around saying that I would be famous and that I, you know, I want to model. And um, ever since I was like three years old, I was always posing and you know strutting my like doing low runway walk. Um, since I was three, which is rather funny to see a three-year-old pose at posing all the time, but that was me, um, and since then, I, but my mom and dad always said, you know, you can when you, you turn, that when you turn 18, so I waited um, patiently, but I never gave up on my actual dream, and when I turned 18, I, we went and signed um, the first contract to an agency, so... Yeah, yeah I, always knew, I always knew I was going to do what I'm doing, it's just funny. Sure. And I remember talking to you about it, Jax, when we were coaching and and how anxious you were to reach your 18th birthday so that you could start really living that dream. And not only did you live it and pursue it, but you really just hit the ground running and you were successful right away. And and I, I think it's really important to mention that your size um, because you're not a tall, you know, no. typical runway I'm not tall model. at all. Yeah. I'm little. <laughs> yeah. So mention yeah. to the listeners about your size and kind of how you created that niche market for yourself. Okay. Um, well, I'm only 5'2", so that is not your standard model height. Um, and I know that. Um, but it did not make me turn away. It just makes me push harder. Um, because I can do pretty much everything a tall person can do. And, you know, for print, which is what I focus on mostly, it doesn't really matter how tall you are because you're in a picture. So you can look tall, and that's what we got photographers to do is if they shoot you correctly, you will look taller if you're perfectly proportionate, which thankfully I am. So that was also, you know, a good thing for me, which helped. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't really say no, and I, before going out to, you know, each audition or each casting, um, I would, like, set my intentions that everything would go well, and if I was meant to get this job, I would, regardless of anything, if it was meant to be, it would be, and more times out of, 
more times than not, it would it would be, and I would land those jobs and kind of created my own brand, and I created, um, I have my own blog, which is Petite Girls Rock, because um, I am short, and I capitalize that I am short, so I will never lie that I'm tall, but <laughs> I don't think it makes a difference when you're taking um, photos, and actually, a lot of designers will book me for runway, which I find funny, um, just because they like me, and they like my personality, and they like my walk, even though I'm not, you know, 5'8". Sure. And I think the important thing there that I really heard you and, and kind of keyed in on, Jax, was that you said you don't say no to yourself. You always say yes. And you set really clear intentions that if the, if the, the, the shoot or the job is meant to be, that it's definitely going to come to fruition. And so I, I think those are some really key elements that our listeners can take away. And I want to expand a little bit on the idea of setting intentions because you became really, really great at setting intentions. That was one of the tools that we worked on in our coaching uh, experience together. And I want to ask you more about what it is that you do to set really clear intentions to create and manifest this wonderful success how I do it is um well you gave me that great phrase when I was younger and I I printed up and put it all around uh, my parents house and everywhere I went it was in my car it was everywhere which was thoughts plus words plus actions equals reality so that really helped me um put everything into perspective when I'm setting intentions so that I go through each step that everything I do leads up into what actually becomes. Um, So when I set, like, an intention, I just think about it, I internalize it, and then I, you let it go. You have to just let it go. Because if you hold on to it, it, you know, then you're, it's always on your forefront of your mind. If you let it go, and then it comes, you know, to pass even down the road, then, you know, it worked out. Um, But I try to let them go so that I'm not, like, worrying about it. Um, but yeah, so sure, it's really and it's it's a really important point, Jax, that I had mentioned about the boomerang effect and really throwing out a boomerang of success, which is clearly what you do, and and knowing and saying yes to yourself and knowing that what you throw out is what you get back, and you're doing that on a very conscious level with each mm-hmm. of the things that you do and each of the it, jobs that you're on. You just throw it out there and using your thoughts plus your words plus your actions to create your reality. Uh, again, that is truly the epitome of creating such a successful life. And it's one that it, at age 22, um, you're doing so effectively now. So what's next for you? I'm, I'm really curious to see what kind of what's on your intentions plate uh, coming up. Well, I what I'm I have a lot coming up, actually. Um, I'm traveling a lot, which I love because I get to see, you know, different parts and get to experience different, you know, cultures. Like I was just in North Dakota, which was interesting all in itself. Um, The new world up there. But um, so continue to travel more um, is definitely on my forefront. And then you know, land bigger acting jobs, which is what I'm really trying to strive for and work toward. 
So, you know, getting bigger auditions and getting, you know, more of them and starting to land those bigger roles, which then, you know, I can be out there more and which will end up getting me towards my ultimate goal. So baby steps. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you're you're certainly taking those steps and making them your reality. And I do know you've got a really varied portfolio from print modeling to the, um, you know, being on the Man Cow Show, the romance uh, novel cover models and acting. Do you have a favorite modality that you really, really enjoy or is acting kind of the next phase for you? Um, well, I love modeling. I think it's You know, it's a lot of fun. I love doing every part of it. I love it from, like, the commercial, like, the cutesy, like, where you, like, a toothpaste commercial kind of thing, which is really fun because it's cute. All the way to, like, the romance novels are really fun because you get to dress up in crazy outfits and pretend like you're from whatever period you're trying to portray, which is just really fun for me. Um, But acting is... It's its own little animal. Um, it's very similar, but it's very different. It's a different vibe when you're on a set for, like, a movie or a TV show. Um, so it's it's a lot of fun, and I do see myself going towards that direction, but I don't see myself giving up on modeling at all. Like, I see myself doing both very equally. Um, so maybe a little, you know, getting more acting, which would be nice, um, but definitely which will lead me to, like, hopefully lead me to bigger modeling jobs too. So I see them working very um, well together for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I would, I would say they, they do go hand in hand and there's a little bit of acting that you have to do. Uh, Obviously um, when you're shorter and you want to portray the fact that you're taller as a model, um, you're definitely doing a good job at that because uh, you're getting some runway requests, even though you you have a petite size. So it's it's definitely working and and uh, holding for you. So we do need to take a quick break, and you are listening to Direct Connect Empowerment with Fee, and my very special guest today is Jax Tarina, model and actress. on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment do you want to directly impact your business results improve the quality of your life learn to empower yourself or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself if so directly connect with Fee Mazanki at Direct Connect Coaching Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. 
Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Zanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. I'm joined by Jax Tarina today, model and actress. And I do have a great story about Jax. And when she first started modeling, she was 18 years old and she was in college. And that was the agreement that she and her parents had. She really wanted to start modeling earlier, but they they asked her to hold off until she was 18 and and got through high school. And uh, Jax, I just love the story that your mom tells about you when you were 19 years old. You were in college. You no longer wanted to live in the dorm. You, You had the dorm life experience your first year at Elmhurst and so your parents agreed that if you could save $10,000 while going to school full-time and modeling full-time that they would match it and buy you a condo and I think the really funny thing about this story as your mom tells it is that they really did not expect for you to be able to save $10,000 and they certainly didn't expect for you to save $10,000 as quickly as you did. I mean, they, I, I know they really truly understood your drive and how driven you really were in the modeling industry at that time, but it was kind of like a really lofty goal in their minds, but it certainly was not a lofty goal in your mind. So it was just, it's funny, and your mom has a really funny way of, of, of telling the story, but just, just launching your modeling career and going to college full-time, you actually did it, and you did it really, really quickly. So can you walk me through that process, Jax, of exactly how you attained that goal as a 19-year-old, you made it happen, and ended up buying your own condo so that you could live out, away from the dorms right near uh, campus? Yeah, so... Well, at 19, I really didn't want to, um, A, live in a dorm anymore, and B, I didn't want to live at home with my parents. So the only other option would be to move out on your own. Um, So I, you know, had that in my head. And so when I get something in my head, I tend to go with it, and I go, you know, 110% with it. So once I was like, okay, I want to live on my own, I decided to start looking for places to buy because um, renting at the time in the town was a was you know still pretty high, um, but it wasn't. I knew I could probably find something that the a mortgage would be like lower, so that's what I was intending for. Um, so I was looking, and I was just you know casually looking for places, and um, you know a couple of them came up that I was like, oh, this would be nice. Not really, you know, thinking I might, I was thinking I was going to get one of them or something. I didn't know which one at the time. But then I was like, okay, I can, I can get my money up to there 
so I can have something. So once I put my head to something, I am determined to get it. Um, and that's kind of what I did. So I, you know, I'm really good at saving and really figuring out what I needed to buy and what I didn't need to buy. So I saved my money up and we went um, around to different condos and we were looking for different places to live. And um, I came into the spot I am in now and it was, I like opened the door. I was like, this is it. Um, (laughs) I just felt like at home and I bought a foreclosure. So there was nothing there. Um, I probably wanted to, people looked at me like I was nuts for buying this place. Like there was nothing, there was no doors, there was no hinges, there was absolutely nothing. And I'm 19 years old, like, yeah, this is it. This is awesome. Um, (laughs) So I'm a crazy for have bought it, but I love it um, because I knew that I could change it and make it into something I liked, Um, which few people get that opportunity to create your own space which is what I was really excited about because everything else I saw was really outdated and I wanted something more modern and more contemporary, but still homey. Um, And so I was very, you know, clear when I set my intentions from the get-go that A, I wanted to move out. B, I wanted to do it quickly. Um, C, I was, you know, I found it. um, And we actually only went out one day of looking at places and I found it on the first day. And I was like, this is it, done. Uh, we put an offer in on a Friday. It was accepted on the Monday, um, and we closed the same month, the 30th of that month. So everything was really quick um, because that's the way I intended for it to be. I did not intend for it to happen, you know, distant future. I wanted it now. So. <laughs> yeah, and I would say, again, that is very, very clear, and that's one of the important coaching concepts that we talk about in the coaching process is really to get clear about what it is that you want. And that's one of the things as a visual person, somebody that can really see things um, and, and walking into that condo, Jackson, seeing that place which didn't have anything, no doors, no no hinges, and seeing it, you know, seeing that, yes, this is a place where I can put my energy into and I can put the, you know, the the, the classic, modern, uh, contemporary, and and yet homey feel to it um, was really, really significant. And I've been to your place, I was at your housewarming, and again, really going into seeing a 19-year-old manifest everything that she wants through just saying, hey, I know I, I am here to co-create this reality and um, it just requires me to get really clear about what it is that I'm looking to create and manifest and then making sure that I visualize that and let that go. And those that's something that I want to just impress upon all of our listeners is that you can do exactly the same thing. And it does take that belief and conviction in yourself in order to make that happen. So I'm hoping that our listeners, Jax, can hear how passionate and, um, you know, how clear you are in each one of the steps that you take and how you make that happen and move forward. It's really fun to see. Yeah, and it's fun to do because it's fun to see yourself do it. So. Yeah, yeah, and you build confidence too, don't you? Right. Like at first, when you first introduced the concept to me, I was like, okay, like I'll try it. I don't know if it'll work, but let's just go with it and let's just, you know, I'll try it out. Let's see, you know, nothing, 
you, you can't, nothing can hurt from trying something once. So I tried it, and I was like, huh, well, that worked. Then I was like, hmm, let's do it again. And then you start getting stuff, like, even bigger. Like, you're, per- you did a perfect example when we first started working together um, with, like, you know, the green lights, like, when you're driving. And just, you know, setting it that you'll get there and you'll hit all the greens as, like, a sign um, that something's going to happen or whatever that you wanted. So, like, set it as a sign and then it happens. And I did that a couple of times and I was like, wow, that's pretty awesome. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah, it's a, I usually like to start small again with clients and then step up into, you know, bigger and bigger things because, because if you start off really huge, then sometimes it's a mind blowing concept. But yeah, if you, if you, especially as I know your commute down North Avenue, there's a lot of lights and it's kind of a fun place to practice. You go, okay, I'm going to hit all the green lights as we're going down the road here. And I forgot that we even talked about that, but good memory on your part for sure. But yeah, it's, it's, fun to be able to um, see your intentions coming true. But but I have to impress upon our listeners that your belief and conviction really must be there because, you know, the only thing that really uh, doesn't allow these things to happen would be a thought that uh, counteracts what it is that you're looking to create. So it's fun that way. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely believe in everything I do. Yeah, and that's really, really evident in the body of work that you are producing and, and all the things that you just keep moving forward in, and that's really evident. Now, I know, Jax, you really keep a very busy work schedule. How do you maintain your balance so that you can look and feel good? Because the, obviously, as a model and as an actress, those are pretty key elements for you to look and feel good when you're on set. So how do you keep that balance um, so that you can look and feel good in all of the activities that you have going on? Um, well, some days it's very challenging, um, but I do love every every part of, like, my job, so that in itself helps because I don't feel like I'm working. Um, I feel like I'm just having fun, and, you know, it's, it's all fun. Um, but I try to get to the gym, you know, at least five days a week or work out, even if it's at home or in a hotel room. Wherever I can get on a quick workout, because um, you can really work out anywhere, which is nice. Um, so that helps me, you know, feel good and keep in shape, which is, you know, good. And then I eat as clean of a diet as I can, um, even when I travel, which gets a little challenging because sometimes you're like, oh, well, there's nothing to eat, so I'll just eat this, I don't know, you name it, not good for you piece of food. Um, so when I... As long as I can keep on my, like, healthy, you know, diet and exercise, then I'm feeling great. I'm, I look good, feel good, you know. Sometimes you you got to take some time for yourself, which I'm starting to realize um, that you need to. So um, it's been a nice balance this year with being out of school that I can actually take a couple of days off here and there. Um, I don't like to because I get bored very quickly. But um, even if I take a half a day, half a day to me or... You know, a weekend here and there, I've been doing that more and more, which has been really helpful to keep me me sane and then, you know, keep work at work, you know. But it's sure. hard when you're self-employed. So I take jobs whenever I can get them because I don't know if they'll go away. You know what I mean? So. 
Sure, absolutely. And what when you say eating clean, can you give me an example of that? Like, what is it? How, how do you eat clean so that our listeners can kind of tune okay. into that? Um, I eat fruits and vegetables mostly, um, and then lean protein, so typically chicken. Um, fish, occasionally, I'm very picky when it comes to fish, so not a huge fish person, but definitely like chicken and a lot of chicken, and then vegetables and fruit. And then I try to avoid like anything processed. If I can't pronounce it, I probably shouldn't eat it. Um, and then I, you know, I tend, yeah, that's pretty much what I stick with. If I'm going to eat like something, like if I want pasta, I'll go with like a gluten-free because um, it's like less um, on your stomach. So I try sure. to eat as as good as you're supposed to, but still eating stuff that I like because no, it's not fun when you can't eat what you want. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Um, Jax, what, can you let our listeners know what are the things that really inspire you the most? What do you get excited about when you wake up in the morning? What's really inspirational for you? I get inspired by, um, you know, people that support me, anyone that supports me. You know, it gets me up in the morning. I might be, you know, flying all over, but, you know, seeing those people, even just as silly as people saying good morning on Facebook back to me, oh, I'm like, okay, I'm set. You know, great day. Good start. You know, people want to talk to me. They're supporting me. They're like, oh, you go out there and you kill it. So that definitely gets me going. Um, As well as, you know, having my family very supportive of what I do helps me a lot because without them, I would not be where I am. So, you know, so my all my fans and my family and friends. And I know your fan base is really very large and growing, I'm sure. And you do have a regular presence on social media, on Facebook. Um, and I know that that consistency and presence works really well for you. And it seems like your fans do reach out to you very regularly when you put those messages out there in the morning. You, you know, you, you kind of let people know what you're up to for the day. And then uh, you wish people good night too. And that consistency seems to be um, really working well for you. Is that something that you learned as part of your communications program at Elmhurst? Or uh, what, what, what do you take from that? No, um, I mean, a little bit you learn. I took a social, I did take a social media class in college, but, um, I had been doing this before that. So, um, but it's, you know, being present is really important when you're trying to build your fans and build a presence. I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to continue to get bigger and bigger and do more and things and having a strong, um, base is really nice. And so, you know, by saying good morning or good night might not mean a lot, but it does mean a lot to a lot of people. It's simple. It takes, you know, five minutes. You know, it's not hard. It's easy. And it's it's good. It's a good way to keep connected with people and so that they, they know that I'm, I'm just like you. I'm like everyone. You know, just because I'm in a different career doesn't make me any less uh, normal. So... <laughs> And that does fill you up when you get that little inspiring message from a fan or just a, a reach out from a fan. I mean, that's a great way to start your day uh, based yeah. on inspiration. Mm-hmm. It is. And then occasionally I'll get an email asking for like to send them an autograph picture, which 
just makes my day, which I'm I'm very happy to do for anyone because um, it's it gets me excited. I'm like, oh, someone wants my autograph. Like, I don't know. I get a little kick out of it because I think it's awesome. But sure. I also don't think that you know. So I don't know. I think it's great. It's awesome. <laughs> Now, one of the things I know about you, Jax, is that you work in a really demanding industry, but you maintain a reputation as a down-to-earth, easy person to work with. How do you maintain that level of respect and connection and appreciation of, uh, of others in your, in your work? Well, I definitely treat people the way I want to be treated. So, you know, I treat them with a high level of respect and um, you know, I keep down to earth because, you know, my family really grounds me, which is nice. And everyone close to me keeps me, keeps me grounded, um, which is, you know, all that I could ask from them. And then, um, so yeah, so we just, my family keeps me grounded and I, um, what was the other part of your question? Sorry. It, it was, it's just basically, um, how do you maintain your respect and appreciation of others? Oh. Um, I just put out what I want to get back. So going back to your boomerang thing, um, I literally treat people the way I want to be treated and it comes back at me. So I've done that my whole life. Um, I give everyone the same respect that I feel like I should have. Um, cause I don't think anyone, you know, everyone deserves to be respected and you need to be nice to people. You know, I like being nice to people cause then things get done you know, when you're, people, I've seen people get, like, angry, with, you know, even with, like, customer service people, like, it's not their fault, calm down, it'll be okay, you gotta take a breath, and then, you know, I get mad, but I take a breath before I'll go and contact someone, like, I'll, I'll remove myself. Sure, so. and, and one of the things that if, for those people that have been listening long term to our show, we hear it over and over and over again, that, respecting others is really one of the key ingredients to success at any level, no matter who you're talking to. That is one of the common denominators that I've heard among all of the guests over, over the different interviews that I've conducted with people is that respect is really important. And I know that I've talked to people that, uh, that have worked with you and they definitely say that you are putting out that boomerang of respect. So way to go there. Good job, Jax. Thanks. Yeah. We are going to take another quick break, and I am joined by my very special guest today, Jax Tarina, and you're listening to Direct Connect Empowerment with Fee. We'll be right back. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanki at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. 
What does creme de la creme mean? It's the greatness of living, the willingness to be the best. It's living beyond what you know is possible with no limitation. Access Consciousness presents Creme de la Creme, a program that empowers you to choose and create the life you would like to have and entices you into being who you are, not who others would have you be. It's the best of the best. It's the finer things in life. It's brilliant. It's fun. It's exciting. Join us for Creme de la Creme every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fima Zanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. Thanks for listening, everyone. And I'm joined by model actress Jax Tarina. And Jax, we've been talking about your career and how at such an early age you learned how to take some principles of creating success and you apply those principles. And your career has really taken off, especially since you just graduated college and I do want to mention graduate uh, of at Elmhurst College, cum laude. So you graduated with honors. Way to go. Um, but I want to, yeah, you're welcome. I wanted to, to ask you a little bit about some of the challenges that you have faced and struggles that you've, um, that you've overcome and, and what you've gained from some of those challenges over the years. So can you fill our listeners in on, what it is that you um, have faced that's been challenging or a struggle for you? Um, well, in my life, I've had a lot of challenges and struggles. Um, one of them was basically when I was younger at school. I, you know, I couldn't catch on to reading, which was, you know, very difficult um, because I do have a learning disability. Um, I am dyslexic and I have an auditory ear processing problem, so I don't always process everything I hear. Um, those two challenges in my life have been a blessing in disguise. I have learned to overcome them um, almost or pretty well. Um, sometimes I'll have like a moment that it's like, oh, it's evident that I have like a learning disability, which is fine. I, you know, it's all good. Um, but for the most part, when I was young, I, would, I was, I'd get very frustrated, but I was still very determined to figure it out. So, which is good because I didn't give up um, and I don't give up. I, I find a way if I don't know how, I will figure it out some way. Um, so I frequently look outside the box because that's the way my brain works the best. So sometimes, you know, if I don't get it on the normal way of if normal things um, were A, I might get it B or C. So it took a while um, when I was younger for me to really learn how to navigate that. My parents were really good about putting me in, like, tutoring and with people that knew how to teach people with learning disabilities and learn how to break it down for that individual, which is good because not everyone learns the same. Not everyone thinks the same way. Um, If we all did, we would be robots. So thankfully we're not. Um, So I had to learn a different way, um, which was, you know, not – it's not bad or good. It's just different. 
And because of that and because of me having to push myself so much, um, I ended up like over, like I would over, I've definitely overcompensated a few times, but um, I've learned to figure out how to, you know, overcome when things that I can't, I'm not exactly good at, like reading out loud. I'm not good to this day. I hate reading out loud. Um, So during like script reads or round tables, I try to read it as many times as I can beforehand because when I'm reading something, I stumble upon words frequently and it's, it's, it was, as a kid, embarrassing. Now I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm just, you know, it's whatever, you know. But um, I try to redirect things. So I always, you know, I may have to work harder than the average person, but because I have to work harder, um, I feel like I'm more driven, and it's it's definitely been, I've been able to overcome it and make it, instead of, like, a negative, turn it into a positive. And that's what I do with everything. So if anything if I have a fault, I try to make it into a positive, like figure out a way to make it good. Sure. And you certainly have been doing that. And and I think it's so admirable, Jax, that reading aloud and and moving into acting where you are having to script read in front of people is really uh, uh, maybe could have been a fear that you had, but instead of um, staying stuck in any type of fear, you said, hey, I'm going to learn how to master this and overcome it. And I'm sure that you probably commit it to memory or at least as much as you possibly can commit it to memory and review it enough times so that you're feeling fully prepared and don't have to rely on the script all the time in order to do that. That's a that's a great way to compensate. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I have to, you know, it might take me longer to prepare for something or, you know, when I was in school, I would, I'd have to review it right away and then continue to review everything daily for me to get it in the long run. Um, but once I have something down, I have it for life. So I, you know, once it's memorized and locked away, it is locked in there for good. Which is good. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I would imagine so. Would you say that that learning to focus so much uh, as part of having that learning disability that allows you that has allowed you to really learn to become very present in what it is that you're focusing on? Um, probably. I think it definitely you know makes me more present in what I'm focusing on. It makes me more aware of what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Um, you know, I think, yeah. Yeah. And what advice would you have for others that may struggle with learning disabilities? What can you offer to them to really help them to overcome what it is that they're experiencing? Um, well, just because you have a learning disability doesn't make you not able to do things, um, which is good. You can definitely, there's always a way around it. You just have to figure out what your way is. So if you're not getting it the normal way, try every other route and try to get people around you to help you get those tools and then use those tools for later in life when you can use them yourself. Because there is always a way to do that. It's just probably not the most, it might not be an easy route and it might not be the most conventional route. It could be very um, off the grid, but there is a way. And so where you want to go. Yeah, like like you said, thinking outside of the box and not always having to 
learn in that standard traditional way, but really expanding your modality of learning to say, hey, I can grasp it better in this way, um, I think is really important even for teachers that are out there who are listening to really understand that there may be different avenues. I'm sure teachers recognize this and know this, but it's it's finding that correct avenue that's going to really, you know, make that green light click in your mind for sure. Yeah, exactly. You know, finding that way for that person or for yourself definitely will help you succeed in life. Jax, I'm curious, do you have a hero and who might that hero be? Someone that you aspire to be like? Um, I definitely aspire to be like my mom. Um, I think she's an amazing woman. Um, she's very strong and very, um, she's very determined in her own things. You know, she's, She's an awesome mother, too, so I couldn't have asked her about her mom. I know a lot of people say that, but I really couldn't have. She was there for me every second I needed her. Even sometimes when you don't need her, she was there, which is great. Um, but she she's just amazing, and I hope if I have kids one day, and hopefully I will, um, I hope to be just as awesome of a mom as she is, so I definitely aspire to be that, and she's just a good person. She means well, um, and I tend to think I always mean well. Um, so I definitely try to aspire to be like my mom. Well, as a mom myself, that is a really wonderful tribute, and I do know your mom, and I want to say, Suzette, great job on raising this wonderful child that you have. You, you and Scott have done a great job with her. Um. Jax, what can you say to young women who want to break into acting or modeling? What suggestions or advice do you have for people that want to break into the business? It's a lot of hard work. You have to have a lot of dedication, and you have to love every second of it, even when it's not going the way you want it to go. Um, you have to, you know, you have to push at it. You can't take no for an answer. They say no, okay, go back it, and make it turn into a yes. So it's just it's a lot of pushing yourself. Um, no one can push like no one can push you more than you can push yourself. So if you don't have the drive, then it's not going to go too well for you. You have to have the drive, the passion, and it has to be something you truly want to do and love what you are doing, even when it's you know not very glamorous. And it's not as glamorous of a career as people think it is. Yeah, it's definitely it's a lot. Of it's a lot of work, though. It's a lot more work than people tend to think or give credit to it. Sure. And you definitely make it look easy as you're, you know, you've got this tremendous portfolio and all these beautiful pictures and, and you're, you know, looking stunning in all of them. But I know you're, sometimes you're out there in a bikini on the, on the lakefront in Chicago when it's 50 degrees and shivering cold and freezing. And, uh, you know, you're trying well, not to. past winter, I was outside in a bikini in the snow. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Yes, we've had snow quite a bit in this in the spring. Uh, yeah, so sure, but it makes for a great picture, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, and that's what I end up looking at. I go, okay, well, what's going to be the best image? All right, if I have to suffer for five minutes, okay, sounds good. Not a big yeah. deal. Like, you know, as long as you're safe, like, don't do anything too crazy where you're physically in danger. But as long as you're safe, you're good to go. Yeah. And uh, when you say, Jax, that you 
don't take no for an answer. Give me an example of that, like where you may have gotten turned down for something and then you turned it into a yes. Can you share that with our listeners? Um, I think it's been a couple of times where people are like, oh, I don't know. I don't work with short people. Like a, a couple of photographers I've worked with in the past, um, they're like, oh, you know, you're too short. I can't work with you. And then I'm like, oh, but like, look, I can still do this. And um, I usually just try to, you know, show what I can do. And granted, I am never going to be, you know, six feet tall. That's just not going to happen. I can pretend all day long. It is, it is not going to happen. I'm not going to grow all of a sudden to six feet or whatever. Um, so I make it work with what I have, like what I, you know, how I was made to be and I make that work and I try to sell, you know, my attributes. I don't, you know, I don't sell people on like the fact that I'm short. Um, I post, you know, it's, it's written everywhere. If you don't notice that it's written, that is not my fault. Um, so I won't push, push people towards it, but if someone doesn't, you know, at first if someone didn't want to work with me, I was like, Oh, why? But now it's like, okay, well that just wasn't meant to be. But um, if I really want something, then I'll make it turn into a yes. I'll just keep pushing at them and keep talking with them and trying to figure out how I can work with them, even if it's not on the project I wanted to. So it might not be on something you wanted to do, but it might be on something else that you might fit for as well. So you highlight those attributes that you have and just showcase the attributes rather than listen to what it is that they're maybe rejecting. You just say, hey, but this is what I have to offer. Right. So, yeah. Exactly. And in sales, we call that the objection cycle. So you're okay. essentially using the objection cycle if you're in the sales industry. Um, what advice can you give to our listeners, Jax, about following their hearts and attaining their dreams? Um, you definitely have to follow what you love and what your dreams are and don't let other people think you're silly or not, you know, if they don't support you, that's okay. Um, but just keep at it. If you really want something in life, just work really hard towards it. You might not know how to get there, but if you set your intentions clearly, it, you will get there. It doesn't matter the how will come to be when it's happening. So that's kind of how I've always gone with, you know, getting to where I want to go and setting my intentions clearly. And I might not know how I'm going to get there, but that's what I want. So I just work really hard towards that goal. I, you know, I strive every day. I put in more hours than most people work all the time. Um, you know, I'll, I work seven days a week. So when I have an off day, it's rare, but I do occasionally, which is nice. Um, but even when I'm, like, not working or not, like, shooting or not filming or whatever, I'm still working. I'm emailing people. I'm, you know, constantly in front of people so that my name is always in the forefront and not the background. So if you want something, you just got to work really hard and dedicate yourself to it. And, you know, sometimes it costs you, like, a social life or whatever, which I don't mind. I'd rather, you know, down the road there will be plenty of time for me to have, you know, go out and have fun. But I'm not really into it anyway, so I'm not, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Um, sure. And I, you know, I hang out with my friends when I can, but they all understand that sometimes I just can't hang out and it's all good. So I just, you know, I'm very dedicated and you have to be dedicated towards any goal in any career. If you want something, 
just work really hard to get it because you will get it at, yeah. at one point or another. Well, thank you. We are out of time. And you can find Jax's body of work at theworldofjax.com. And I, I, this is a big birthday week in our household, so I want to just send out birthday wishes to my husband, Bob, and Jake, who have big birthdays this week. As always, thank you to our troops for uh, protecting us and serving us as well as you do. I wish all of you an intention-filled week. Thanks for listening, and throw me your boomerang stories. Have a great week. Thank you again for joining us this week on Direct Connect Empowerment. Fima Zanke will be back with another guest next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you then.